Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalite, the real 144,000 is being gathered this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Newman Minkaris, and this is Mental Like Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing the real reason why the term white people was created by Caucasians. I want you to pay attention to this because this is about more than just race. This tonight is not a lesson about racial this and racial that. It's not really about racial more than it is a lesson about uh, cohesiveness and um, uh, cooperation and collectivism. That's what this lesson is about tonight, straight up. The reason why the term white people was created here in this country is because when Caucasian people came into America, when they came here, they came from different places, from Ireland, Scotland, England, Germany, France, you know, you name it, all over the European, uh, so-called European, which is really Asia. They came from the European, uh, so-called European continent, and they came from different places, right? And they realized as they were coming here, you know, being different. Because, see, Caucasian people, they had their little tribal things amongst each other. They had their little beefs and fights. The Irish was, you know, fighting against the English for um for independence. You know, they had their little squabbles and things like that. You know, Europeans, Caucasians had their little squabbles with each other, you know, fighting for independence, fighting not to be taken over, things like that. So they was always going back and forth with each other, fighting against each other. You know, things like that took place. But when they got here into America and what they call the New World, in order for them to survive in the New World, they had to come together. They had to leave all of their differences outside of America. They had to forget being Italian, French, Irish, German, and all this other stuff. Not saying they forgot about it. They know where their origins is. Well, their origins really are the caves of Europe, the Caucasus Mountains. That's really where your Caucasians come from. They come from the Caucasus Mountains. Right? They don't really have no land mass because prior to them taking land massing, you know, coming into land masses like this in Europe, it was so-called black people, bronze people who inhabited all of these areas at one point in time. We inhabit even even Ireland. There's proof that bronze people was in, in Ireland. That's a fact. So-called black people lived in Ireland before white people did, you see. So our people were all over the planet, and they want to try to act like that's not reality, but it is. Our people were everywhere while these people were in the caves. Caucasus Mountains, and they were in their dark ages until they were gradually brought out of the caves and civilized by our people. That's a part of history the so-called white man don't want you to know. You don't want to, you know, expose that. But it's being exposed. It's coming out more and more. Look up the wild men of Europe, the wild men, right? That's the time when white men were running around, Caucasian males were running around, and females running around with hair all over their bodies and stuff like that. You know, so, you know, a hearkening back to their animal origins. But anyway, they had to come over here into this new world, as they call it, which really wasn't new because our people were here already. So-called black people, the Mesoamericans, 
The real Americans were already here, the copper-colored races, the bronze people, even before the so-called Asians came over here and mixed in about with this Native American stuff, this Indian crap, right? So these people here came here to our land in America and met with the real Americans, the real Americans, which, by the way, didn't come from America or Vespucci. Because, see, I'm going to get more into this because the term America could not have come from America or Vespucci just by the definition or just by the you know, Merriam-Webster um, definition of what an American was. They said that that word America was attributed to the copper-colored races who was here in this country before the Europeans came over here, before white people came into this country. So if that name, so what you're saying in the definition of America, if you attribute the name America to the indigenous people, the copper-colored races, before Caucasians came over here, they had America named after Amerigo Vespucci because Amerigo Vespucci or Americus Vespucci would be European. He would be a Caucasian. So that name America was before him. That name didn't come from Americo Vespucci. That's a lie. He changed his name to Americo, you see, among, upon coming amongst our people. Because the average American or what they call the American people, the Americas people, they were copper-colored people with woolly hair, woolly-textured hair. There wasn't no Indians and none of this other stuff. Some that the Indians adopted came from the Mesoamerican people, came from the Aztec, the Inca, and the Mayan people, a.k.a. so-called black people, came from them. All the customs with the head headdress and the feathers and all that, though that's not that's not native to the so-called Mongoloid Indians. The Mongoloid Indians came over here and mixed in with our people. We already had those customs. But anyway, like I said, our people were on this land for thousands and thousands of years. They want to erase that heritage. But this is not a Mesoamerican class. We're getting back to white people. But when they came here and saw so many copper-colored bronze faces, right, and what they was calling the new world because it was new for them, they had to immediately, like white people do, they had to immediately go into survival mode. And being from different places and having problems or beefs with people from other parts of Europe was no longer an option. They had to band together. They had to band together for survival. They had to band together for survival. So they needed a term that would band them together for survival, something that they can unite under, that they can Voltron under. And that became the term white people. They became white people because they looked at their skin being the most pale skin at that, you know, the most pale skin at the time, or the lighter skin, looked at the hair texture, Right? And say, so, yeah, we got we got something in common. We can relate to one another. So we're going to just go ahead and be white people. You see, we're going to be white people, and we're going to put up a united front, and we're going to come together, and we're going to dominate this new land and this new world. And forget these tribal people. These people were going against each other because, see, our people was in that stage of tribalism at the time. You see, that's where all those Native American tribal things started from. You know, we that started with our people first. We had tribal beefs, much like what you see today, like the Bloods and the Crips. That's all tribal beef, you know, divisions and people splitting up, people going this way. People don't want to be up under this rulership no more, people going that way. So the division was starting. And when they seen that tribal beef was going on and our people was fighting amongst each other, they unified and became Caucasians, or excuse me, white people, 
in, in our country, right in the midst of us. That is the attribute that these Caucasians have. Same like way, whenever they come into an area, the first thing they do, even in gentrification, the first thing they do, they get to know one another. They start to they see another white person in the area. They get each other's number. They start exchanging numbers. They start talking. Like saying they get talking on the phone. Next thing they're talking about the area and this, that, and the third. And more white people come in, and they all start to know each other and get to know one another, and they, they linking up. They linking up because they always feel they're in hostile territory. They linking up, and they connecting with each other. And like I said, they need each other for survival. So you got weapons, I got weapons, we got this, you got this, we got that. And that's what gives them the power to control and dominate. It gives them the power to take charge because they're quick to systemize and unify each other, come into a form of unification. They're quick to do that out of survival, out of fear. You see, they let all that, oh, I'm from Ireland, I'm from Scotland, I'm from France, I'm from Italy, I'm from Germany, all that go out the window. All that goes out the window, we just white now, and we in America, and we Americans now. They're going to hijack the name. You see, they're going to hijack the name America, which they know damn well that America has nothing to do with them. America is a nationality. American is a nationality. American is a nationality just like Italian, just like French, just like German. That's a nationality that belongs to a certain race of people. The white man wants to put himself as an American, which is false. Because if you, how are you going to be American if you come from someplace else? If you're Italian, how can you be American if you're born in Italy? Or your family, your heritage goes back to Italy or France or Spain or what? We're the only ones that don't trace our heritage back to no place. We don't trace our heritage back to Africa here in America. That's a lie. All that ancestry, DAA, is a load of BS. We're the only people on this land that don't trace back to another land. So-called black people here in America do not trace back to Africa, and they know that's the truth. That's a lie. We're the only ones here in this land called America that don't trace back to another land, another place. You know why that is? Because we was already here. We was already here in the society. We're the only natives of this land. We're the only Americans, the only real Americans. Everybody else came from someplace else. I told you that. And like I said, because our people dominated these areas, we had the mound societies and mounds and, and, and cities and things set up in different places all over North America. They came and they saw that they had to become white people. They had to come together. Same, like I said, same way when they come into an area and it's gent- they want to gentrify something, they're getting together, they form a community watch, right, that, show, that the, um, you people who are not white, who are not white, you're not a part of the community watch. They'll befriend some of you black people. They'll befriend some of you just to use you to find out certain things, you know, to keep their ear to the street. But they got their own unified front elsewhere that you don't know nothing about. When they get together, they have their little, they get the Budweiser. They get their little, they get their little weed and they Budweiser, you see. And they sitting around playing white people music and they getting together. And that's how they start to unify here in this country. That's how they started. And they brought their viciousness with them and their ability to organize and systemize. You see, that's how they came together as white people. White people was just a form of galvanization of Caucasian people. That's all that was. 
because Caucasians were tribal as well. They were tribal people. Some of the bloodiest wars took place amongst Caucasian people, white-on-white crime. Here it is, the Irish and the English stayed fighting each other. You see, the English, the Irish to this day hate the English, but they're really the same people. They're the same people. You see, I they show all these people. they all the same people. They're just in different land masses, but they'll tell you that they can call themselves American, that they got the right to call themselves American. Again, that's like us saying that we, if we come into Italy and we say we're going to be Italian, they'll look at us like we're crazy. Because you you acknowledge Italian as being white, you acknowledge Italian, Irish, French, and all that as being white. That's automatically connected to white. So when you hear American, you're supposed to automatically associate it not with white, not with native so-called Asian. You see, they had to give the Asians the term Native American. You see. They had to give them the term Native American because they didn't really want you to know what these so-called American mongoloid Indians were. And that was just what they were, a bunch of mongoloid, mixed race, mixed with black, mixed with Asian, mixed with East Indian. That's what they were. But they call them Native Americans. They're not. Native deals with nationality. And white deals with unification of a people. White deals with unification of a people. White was created by white because of their survive, their need to survive. All right? Okay? They needed to survive. Right? So that we, so that they can prosper in this land. So that they can prosper in this land. They prospered as being white people. So one of the things they had to do to solidify being white because if you were not, they start making laws around being white people. You see, they got bold laws around being white people. You see, they start making laws around if you wasn't white, then you was cut out of the uh, um, so-called benefits of this land. You see, you were cut out of the benefits of this land if you were not white people. You see, that's why they had to make us, and when they made themselves white, they designated us as black people. You see, they had to designate us as black people, non-white people, right? Because that's a cold word saying that these are the people that we shut out. These are the people that we make sure, we, these, um, these are the people we make sure won't participate in the system that we're setting up. This is for white people. Right, and forevermore they made they start trying to make it seem like everybody else came from someplace else. You see, that everybody came from up. That everybody, you know, everybody after that, you know, that everybody after that was behind them. You see, which is incorrect. I said I wanted you to take this as a lesson in survival and unification of these people you see because they they at one point they would just take white people slowly first the english got to be white right it was a minute before the irish got to be white it was a minute before the italians got to be white right 
it was just originally the first white people was the English, the German, the French. They got to be white first. Right? And then later on, the Irish got to be white. And that was based on basically due to the beef that the Irish had with the English. So they when they came into America, they made them, they were some of the first ones to get, the first, last ones to be allowed to be white. But because Caucasians needed all a team of white people, they needed team white people to take control, to, you know, set up their little systems and whatnot. They start letting them be white, and then over time they let the Italians be white, right? Because at first they didn't treat them like white people. They treated them like niggas. You see, they treated them like niggas, not exactly like, but kind of just the same, somewhat the same, right? They, they treated them like that. Then over time, they allowed them to be white. This is why, and like I said, how you know who they allow to be white is because you see who they allow to commit crimes in this society. You see who they allow to commit crimes in this society, those who have the uh, complexion for the protection, as they say. They got some called white-collar crime. That's supposed to be stock frauds and Wall Street stuff. And then you got blue-collar crime, right, which is supposed to be like theft of, you know, uh, hijackings and thefts like that. But really, it's beyond just, you know, um, it's beyond just money. Like I said, when I said the Italians, the Irish, and the Germans, and the Jews, they got to commit crime here in the society, right? Organized crime they were able to stop, with, which is really an extension of this governmental system they got set up because the governmental system is based on organized crime too. You see, the whole society, this whole system, this whole American government is organized crime. Remember I told you this is not this has nothing to do with law and order. This is nothing but organized chaos and confusion. This is all organized crime. That's why, like I said, in all of the systems, all of the systems of the so-called white man, you will find corruption in his penal system, right, and his justice system, and his political system, and his corporate system, and his entertainment industry. You're going to find all kinds of degeneracy and corruption. There's no system that the beast controls in this society that's righteous, that is just square dealing, none. His, his religious systems are degenerate, pedophiles running around, right, homosexuals, lesbians, all kinds of this stuff going on in their societies. So their societies are rotten to the core. But you know how they purify their, their filthy, degenerate societies? By letting it be known that they're maintained by white. Because what do you think of when you hear the term white? You think of purity. You think of purity. White equals pure, clean, spotless. That's why, you know, the filthiest, dirtiest people, because you know how they came over here. You know the origin of Caucasian people. They were filthy people. Disease-ridden people. You see, they want to erase that part of history. They don't talk about that part of their history. That's why whenever you get certain texts and things like that, it tells how the Caucasian were, you need to keep that in your library. Now, certain books I'm okay with keeping in your library about where our people come from, about where they come from, the real story, not the fake story, not the cleaned-up version of what they want to give themselves, the lies they want to tell. Right? White was the way Caucasians unified and disinfected themselves, disinfected their image. 
cleaned up their image, made them look like respectable people. You see, they had to come into our land to do it. They had to come into our land and dirty up our people to do it, to make themselves clean. You see, they hid their filth amongst us. Unfortunately, a lot of our so-called black people are still lost. They have internalized the filth of the Caucasian. They have internalized their filth, their degeneracy, you see. And thus, they don't have nothing to purify themselves. We don't have anything. Well, I should say they don't. Black people don't have nothing to purify themselves. We, as the bright race, have something in pure brightness. As the bright race, as the bright people, we are purifying ourselves, purifying the blackness off of us that was put on us by the so-called white man because, I guess, again, he called us white people. I mean black people, excuse me. The Caucasians called us black people as a way to put, put their filth on us. That was a way to mark us with their name. And a lot of you so-called black people are so marked, so ingrained with that mark of blackness that you, when I explain, I'm like, you notice our skin is not black, so why are we calling ourselves black people? We should have been on moved on from that whole black terminology because we should not be playing the degenerate, filthy version or the black version of their clean white self because that's another reason why they had to make us black people to make themselves more cleaner, to make themselves more respectable because you don't know what clean is unless you got dirty right next to it. You follow what I'm saying? You don't know what clean is unless you got dirty right next to it. The whole point of calling themselves white people was to clean themselves up and unify and calling us black people to, to put filth on us, to dirty us up and keep us in a state of disunification. You see, to cause disunity. You see, that's the whole point of that. To cast, to cast a filth on us, to cast a dirtiness on us. They would have been better off being called black people. They would have been better off being called that. To to be to be a a, a, um, a recollection of their filthy past. They tell you they come out of the dark ages, and these are the people that love wearing black and into blackness and dark arts and stuff like that. And will even utilize a connect themselves to blackness when they feel like it. You see, but out in the public. They get to be white people that you see them. The reason why you see them, and a lot of y'all still see them as pure and clean people. You see, the reason why you see them as uh, um, as pure, clean people is because of that image they put in their mind. Whenever you hear white people, you can't help but to think pure people, clean people, honest people, square-dealing people, like they showed you in the movie Malcolm X. When Denzel Washington was reading white you know, pure, spotless, clean, black, dark, sullen, this, that, and the third. But then right after that, yeah, the black man, this is the black man, that and the black man, this is Spike Lee, the black man, this is the black. After you just read in the dictionary, you know, the term knowledge connected to black, you're still calling yourself a black man. How simple-minded are you? After you after, how does Spike Lee make a movie? And he's showing you in the Malcolm X movie about the connection between the word white and why these people call themselves white and the connection between the word black and why they call us black people and our skin is not even black. That should have been enough for you so-called Malcolm X sites and you niggas that love to be so pan-African and so-called. That should have made you stop calling yourself black right there. Just right there. But like I said, it's so, black is so ingrained in you just like white is ingrained in them because, see, 
white, program them a certain way. Being white, program them a certain way. Being white in the minds of Caucasian people makes them think that they're the cleanest, spotless, uh, um, most valued people on the planet. You see, that's what they're going to pass on to their children. They're going to pass on to their children's children. They're going to say, you're a white boy. You're a white kid. You're a white guy. You're a white man. You're a white man. You're a white woman. A white woman, a white man, a white child, white children. That's talking about, and like I said, people think about purity when they hear white. They think about purity. Now, you a black man. You a black woman. You're a black child. Listen to how it sounds. See, people don't think about that because people are so programmed to say certain things and when you stop and think about what you're saying and how it's being connected to you, how it is being, you know, give, that's being attached to you as some form of identity, you don't think about what's being said. You just go along with it because that's what you understand. That's all you know. You just go with that. And this is the problem with our people today. This is straight straight programming as it was meant to be. Why Why is it our people, why hasn't any evolution come from amongst our people to take us to the next level? Notice I've been the only one bringing evolution to our people as the bright race, as the mentalist, as the mentalian. I've been the only one bringing it as the Mesoamerican. You see, I've been the only one doing that. Why was I the only one to do this? Why was I the only one to say, this is where we're going. Why was I the only one? Why was I the only one to say, you know what, this is where our people must go. This is where our people must become. Answer, because like I said, you so-called black people, you are programmed to follow in the rotation of insanity here in the society, the same insanity that created white people, they pushed front from the minds of white people, and the same minds that created black people. You see, they force a terminology on you today. Like right now, they'll tell you that your history, you came into this country as indentured servants. They're already about to teach your children that. They're going to teach your children that you were not slaves in this society. You were, in fact, indentured servants. But then later on down the line, when they feel that that's been put into your head thoroughly, they can always bring back the history. Well, actually, black people were slaves here, and, you know, they used to be owned by white people. White people used to be able to own black people in this society. You see? White people used to be able to own black people in this society. And I told you all before, this is how you know our people are native to this land, because how, how, why is it that our people were enslaved in this land? Of all the places they could have went to enslave people, why did they enslave our people? Of all the people they could have enslaved, you could enslave the so-called Mongoloid Indians. You could enslave the so-called uh, uh, um, uh, you could have went to India and brought Indians over here and enslaved them. Why did they choose our people to enslave? Why us? They could have went and got the tribal Africans. You already because you could look and tell. They didn't bring the real Africans over here. They didn't bring the tribal Africans here. They didn't bring over the Manute Bowls and the Dikembe Matumbos. You don't see them them type. Of, you don't see them type of Africans walking around here. 
you ain't not, you ain't seen no seven foot eight foot tall niggas walking around here just just randomly who look like those Africans. You ain't seen that they made sure they 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 enslaved a certain kind of people. You see, they didn't want the Africans. They wanted the Americans, the Mesoamericans. You see, they needed the Mesoamericans. They needed to take the heritage and the history of the Mesoamericans, meaning us, the Aztec, the Inca, the Mayan, the Olmec, the people who had the first civilizations here. They needed to steal from us and take from us, and thus our image to clean up their image, their dirty Caucasian cave images. They needed us to clean up their image. They took our they took our symbols, took all the things that we had, and they adopted it into their culture, into their white culture, and then turned around and told us that we wasn't from here. But how you know we was from here is because that's what you do when you come into somebody else's land. What do you do when you want to take over their land? You can't kill all the people that's here, so what do you do? You enslave the people. You make sure that those people are not part of the society that you're trying to form. You enslave those people. You take what's theirs. You take their land. You take them. You take everything of value. You take from them in order to build yourself up. That's what you do. They couldn't take nothing from nobody else that was coming here because they didn't have nothing coming here. So how would you take something from people? Again, how, how could they use the Africans? The Africans didn't have nothing of any value. They couldn't even speak the damn language, so how are they going to work? That's how you know no African slaves came here. That's bullshit. You take the people who are skilled people. You take the skilled people. You take the carpenters, the laborers, the seamstresses, which we had plenty of our people doing that. And like I said, that was those were skills we had that was not taught to us by white people. White people didn't even want to teach you to read. So what do you do? You break down the people who are skilled. You take them and you own them. You force them to work for you. You put them. You put them under. You put them at gunpoint. You force them. You get together and you take those people. And that's how you rise up. You don't allow those people. You don't allow those people to prosper in the land that you're trying to take over. You don't. Those people are valuable. Those people are valuable as slaves. You follow what I'm saying with this? Y'all follow what I'm saying with this? That's how you know we didn't come from Africa. Because, again, they're not enslaving no Africans. What the hell do Africans got to offer? We, we, we brought you to Africa. We brought you from Africa to pick cotton. Think about that. How stupid did that sound? We brought you from Africa to pick cotton. And, 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 and what else? Build things? How the hell they knew how to build things here in this country, but yet the Africans, you look over there, they wasn't building nothing. Are these the same people? No. No. You see? No. The people that are valuable are the people that are here already. The people who know the land. The people who have skills. That's the people you enslave. That's the people who you make sure they don't rise up. That's who those are the people. Those are the people you enslave. Those are the people who you become white off of. You use them to whiten yourself with. You use the natives to whiten yourself with. You see, like, for example, if we was going to go and take over Italy, let's just say we as so-called black people was going to go take over Italy. The first thing we're going to do, we're going to go and take the Italians hostage. We're going to put them in, we're going to put them in bondage and steal their culture. And we're going to learn the land, learn how they ran their culture and whatnot. We're going to take that and add some more stuff, but we're going to basically take the natives first. That's the people that's valuable. 
that's the people that's going to make us, give us the ability to come up, the people that's already there. Why would I bring people there, bring people into this land that are not skilled for, to, for, for nothing? Why would I bring them here to skill, for, um, who have no skill? Why would I bring people into this land that got no skill? How are they going to benefit me? When you see white people uh, have black people on auction blocks, they're like, this person, they know how to do skill, they know how to do woodworking, they know how to do this, they know how to do that. You use those people who are skilled, who know how to grow food on the land, who know how to do uh, uh, who know how to um, farm the land, who know how to build, who know how to do that. The slaves built their own quarters. The slaves built their own quarters. They built their own houses. When you see the slave, they not only built the plantation, they built their own quarters. How they know how to do that? Africans, Africans, they didn't have no buildings like that. Now, they had like little huts and things like that from what they show you. So who built all that stuff? That's what makes the people valuable, and that's how the white man was able to become white because – He took these people and took everything that they had, stole everything from them, right, and used it to enhance himself as white people, you see. Same way when the white man went into South Africa. They went in as the Dutch, as the Boas and all that, and they took those people who were natives and made them work and took everything they had from them. Their land and everything confiscated by the government just took their shit. Just that's 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 robbery. That's robbery. That's what they did to black people here. They don't want to say that they took the land. The land that these plantations on was owned by black people before the Caucasians came in. You see, they took your land by gunpoint. But then they want to talk about manifest destiny and all that. That's robbery. Call it what it is. It's theft of property. So if your society, your civilization starts off with you stealing property from people, you coming into lands and taking people's property that's not yours, you setting up a government without the permission of the people, then that's what? Theft of property. That's, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word human, but for lack of a better word, human trafficking. Theft. So this country was built on theft of property, uh, so-called human trafficking. Right, murder. This is what the this is the this is really the foundation of America right here that people are proud of. Your presidents are a bunch of slave traders, but because they're white, you look at them as something more than that. Because the term white, once you say these are white Americans, such and such, white American this or white this or white this, you already start to look at them as a clean, refined version of themselves. In fact, a lot of those and a lot of those pictures. Of these Caucasians, they make them look whiter than what they are, right? They touch up their image, right? And they get these alabaster statues of them, you see? And they come with this idea of all men being created equal and stuff, all white males, all Caucasian males, you see? Because they were establishing themselves as the, as the men in this society. They came to a continent and stole land, killed, raped, pillaged, and did all this to set this government up. Is that not criminal activity? Is that not a form of organized crime? If your government is based on theft of property, uh, kidnapping people, murdering people, forcing people to work for you, that is organized crime. This government is based on organized crime. White, the whole terminology of white people coming together are people who are complicit once you are considered white 
and you are benefiting from that system, you are complicit in this organized criminal enterprise called America. You see, this is an organized criminal enterprise. It is. You can try to try to sanitize it all you want to by talking talking about the people who are did such as white people, right? You can make them white. You can anglicize them and things like that. But it's it this is pure theft. You see, this is pure criminal behavior. This is theft. You see, that's why I told you, your humans are criminals by nature. Your humans are criminals by nature. They are lawbreakers by nature. Right? Because in creating them, natural law was broken. By the creation of the human race, natural law was broken. Natural law had to be broken in order for the humans to be created. Just like natural law here in this land had to be broken in order for white people to come about. They had to destroy everything our people did as the copper-colored races here. Like I said, as the copper-colored races here, the real Americans, who are we, we American by nationality, which means there should be an American language for the Americans. Same way Italian, Irish, French... Americans should, the face of America, the, the only real face of Americans should be so-called black people. Those are the only real Americans here, those born here. We didn't come out of Africa. Again, they had to dirty us up by telling us that we come from a dark, because the dark, they used to say this, deep in the darkest parts of Africa and the savagery of the darkest parts of Africa. No more savage than Europe. No more savage than where these people came from. You see, but they had to dirty you up in order to whiten themselves up. They had to dirty you up in order for them to whiten themselves up. Okay. Okay. Now, somebody asked me the question, why weren't they skillful or intelligent enough to not to get under slavery? Well, you had a lot, I'm going to say this, you had a lot of bronze people, you see. You had a lot of bronze people that participated in slavery as well. You had black people, so-called black people, bronze, copper-colored people that owned slaves who had plantations. You see, see, this, see, slavery was built up over time. It started off as indentured servitude, and then it eventually became slavery over time. It started off as indentured servitude, right, and like I said, they had these people working a system already of how they were going to do people here who were not white. They had a system in place. You see, you can be the most intelligent, skillful, and smart people, but without a structure, without an order, if y'all not working in alignment, see, this is why the white man always wins, the Caucasians always win, is because they always have a system in place, and they're always willing to work that system. All they did was put a system in place and work it as white people. You see, there was no more. Once they got in here, they was like, look, we got to control this land. You know, we got to put our differences aside as white people, and we can't be on no tribal thing. We have to be unified as white people, for, and we're going to be the new Americans, and we're going to set up the government and this, that, and the third. The edge that they had over our people who were skilled were intelligent that our people wasn't going to work together. Our people was not going to work together. And, of course, they used the so-called Mongoloid Indians to help, to help them. They used the Mongoloid Indians to help them against us. Because, see, the Mongoloid Indians threw in, threw in with the so-called white man. Because, see, the white man by himself, 
he could not have controlled or kept our people in slavery. Because a lot of times our people ran off and went into the Mongoloid Indian territories. And we could live with them. Because a lot of them had our genetic material in them. But the ones who looked more you know, Asian and Caucasian, they would usually work with the white man. So they had resources. Exactly. Unification and order. See, unification and order always beats skill and things like that because if you got a unification and order and you got people playing a position like, okay, y'all going to be the police, y'all going to be y'all gonna be the, um, the um, police over here, you're going to be the sheriffs over here, you're going to be these people over here, basically, and then you got weapons and these people are ready to organize and unify together. That trumps anything, man, because you can make skilled and new, skilled people, you can make skilled people work. You can force them to work once you got people organized and unifying, holding guns on you. Once you got mobs and posses of white people, now newly, newly, newly invited white people that came into this country to man America, to man it up and man up America and, and, and work unified. That's the, that's the power of the so-called white man. His ability to, his need for survival and to conquer and be on top trumps everything. They unify for that. That's what put them in the position they're in. Like I said, you can have all the skill and work. Most of the skill came from our people. They didn't have no goddamn skill. White people, they had no skill. They came over here, all the skill to, skill to grow, grow land, grow, excuse me, the skill to grow crops and to plant and grow the land and things. They didn't have that. They didn't know how to farm this land. Who do you think taught them how to farm the land? They didn't know how to farm no land. They were starving in Europe. You see? Who do you think taught them how to build here? They didn't know how to build. Now, our people built all, all the built the damn plantations. We built the plantations. We built the damn slave quarters. They didn't build nothing. Who do you think was knocking down the trees and stuff in a lot of these places like North Carolina, South Carolina? That was done off slave labor. We were clearing the forest out and clearing down trees. They weren't doing none of that. You see, you might have some of them help with that, but most of the work that was done to um, terraform America into what it is was done by the so-called slaves. You see, our people was doing that. You see, and they came along and started helping things, but then they want to say that we didn't build a society. Yes, we did. America was already, for the most part, built up. Only thing is, like I said, you had to take down certain trees and areas, things like that. But for the most part, you would find our people in areas and we would build up areas, and then they would come and take over those areas by gunpoint because they were organized and structured. Okay? So, again, if you don't have no unification, if you don't have no order, if you don't have people working in alignment, following the law and the order and the structure, then I don't care how many skilled people you got. I don't care how many intelligent people you got. And that's why I try to tell these simple-minded Negroes, man, they were the ones that came on my video talking about, oh, you know, um, See, Newton, you know, you, you talking about, oh, we don't need to know this. We don't need to go through school and do this, that, and the third and whatnot, you know, with all this technology. I say, yeah, all you so-called black people talk this technology stuff, but what difference do it make when most of these so-called black people, y'all ain't going to work together. Y'all don't have the mindset of unification. White people do. That's why no matter what happens, they don't have to be the smartest people in the world, but they really not. They don't have to be the smartest people in the world. They make you think they're the smartest people in the world just by, by the sheer fact that they're willing to unify and create a system and education, whether it's a bogus, educa bogus curriculum or a bogus educational system, which it is, where they're just doing nothing but programming you mentally to be submissive and be slaves to their system. Like I said, 
that's not hard to create, like I said, but in, for black people it is. Because remember I told you, black people don't see themselves as people. You see, they still see themselves as possessions, as property of white people. That's why they got to defer to white people all the time. You ask black people what they think about something, the very first thing they do is try to find out think about what, trying to look up and research what a white person say about it first. Because, again, when the white, when the Caucasians call themselves white people, they basically put themselves at the top of the food chain. They put themselves at the top of the human food chain, meaning that they made themselves de facto power by reinventing themselves as white people. Caucasians put themselves at the top by reinventing themselves as white people and pledging to work together to maintain power and control. And this is how it's been ever since. Y'all follow what I'm saying? It wasn't enough just to be, you know, tribal anymore, to be, oh, I'm Irish, I'm Italian. Yeah, okay, yeah, you got those roots back there, but, you know, it was all about unification. Unification for survival. That was, that's what it was about. Unification for the need of survival. If there was no unification, there could be no survival. There can be no rulership. There's nothing. That's why the white man said, and his uh, uh, his thing goes, "United we stand in his pledge of allegiance." Right? They pledge an allegiance to the flag, which is really them pledging allegiance to the government. I pledge allegiance. To the, to, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, which is really the government, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That means all white people, all Caucasians as white people. That's what that really means. It doesn't include you so-called black people, so I don't know why the hell y'all pledge to that because it, it has nothing to do with you, right? That's a code. That's nothing. That that pledge of allegiance is really a code of conduct for Caucasian people, for white people, to stake together and to maintain their power in our land. That's all the pledge of allegiance really is. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
You see, the reason why so-called black people will never see power in the society ever again is because they allow themselves to become black people under the so-called white man. They have allowed themselves not to do what it is they need to do to become a full-on operating people again. See, that's not in a lot of black people's minds to do that. They can't do what was necessary to move to the next level, what is necessary to move to the next level. And that is unify under a community first and foremost and then a society and as we grow into a greater civilization. That's what we're doing right here in the Republic of Mentelect, the Mesoamerican community. This is what we're doing here. We're doing this here. You see, we still unfortunately got black people that come amongst us and they don't get it. They still don't get it. They don't get it that we are terraforming and evolving into the bright race from out of the black race. You see, the ones of our people who have realized, who heard this message of mental like where it's really sunk in to where it's made its way into your neurotransmitters and given you the ability to figure things and think on things and be able to thus produce things from what you've figured out and what you have gathered of what this message is. This is about unification. Unification equals power. Unification equals power, but when you still got people still thinking in the short term, still thinking black, still thinking, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to pay dues, why I got to get money, why I got to do this, why I got to do that. Why are you here? What are you here for? What are you li- What are you breathing and living for? The whole point of breathing and living is growing collectively with your people. If you're not growing collectively and evolving with your people, then you are really you just like a damn cancer here. You are like a cancer. You are like a malignant tumor in the world. You're like a malignant tumor. See, a malignant tumor is a organism that operates on its own independently of the body's functions. It becomes a tumor. It becomes like an outlaw in the body. Then it becomes a cancer. And if you allow this cancer to spread, it will kill the body. It will work against the body's functioning ability. This is why black people are not able to evolve beyond being black, because we got too many cancers, too many. Just the whole word black is meant to be a cancer to the evolution of our people. That's why when I brought the bright race up, the almond race, to bring us the next life of the next state of mind, the next evolution of thought, you had a lot of black people that came with me, but they couldn't see where I was going with it. They couldn't see the bigger picture. They weren't about why I got to pay dues, why are we doing this, what's going on. That's the people who are the cancers. You see, the white man made sure he got get the Caucasians made sure they got rid of the cancers. They got rid of the cancers in their society. You know what they did with the cancers? They cut them out. They cut out the cancers. That's why, if you notice, the white man was really harsh on crime at one point in the society. If you, like, if white women came over here and started killing white men or killing their children, acting like, basically acting like how they was acting in Europe, acting grimy in Europe, they dealt with them like how they dealt with them in Europe. They put them to death. That's why the white man had corporal punishment, and he basically made sure by having corporal punishment here for his people and everybody else, but mostly for his people especially, you know, he would hang his people, you know, the death penalty, just like that, because he was trying to terraform Caucasian people into white people. What I mean by that, because I always think about that. Remember, it was a time back in the early 20th century, the 1800s and things like that, 
when the white man was setting up his so-called uh, penal and justice system here in the society, they they were very much trying to model things after Europe, like in England, things like that. You get caught doing something, you know, they put you in jail, or if you kill somebody, you definitely, you know, you going to, you know, you know, and it was unjustified or whatever, you going to go get the death penalty. Ain't no pleading of your case or none of that. They they find you guilty, you getting the death penalty. See, because what they were trying to do is breed that savage Caucasian mentality out of the new and evolving white people that they were trying to portray themselves to be. So how do you do that? How do you uh, build up a white society? How do you build up a white society by getting rid of the low-level, degenerate people of your society in the Caucasian race? What did the white man do? All the, He used to be against homosexuality. He used to be against lesbianism. They used to be against all that at one time openly. Sodomy with children, molestation, all this stuff. They used to be against that openly. Not They did it privately, but the ones who openly was doing this, they uh, do this uh, robbing, killing somebody, they put you to death, man. They put you to death. And the reason why the, the Caucasians, the ones who were illuminated or somewhat illuminated, you know, the elites and all that who stepped up and were put in charge to raise the Caucasians up in the world, to raise them out of the dark ages, out of that dark mentality and make them white people. That was a, that was a, they call that the enlightening project. They had a thing where they were talking about enlightenment and things like this. And, you know, all this, when you start having these Caucasians trying to, you know, make all kind of grandiose statements about the, about the celestial and the heavens. And, you know, basically they was trying to get their enlightenment on. They was going through their enlightenment stage. This is how they started becoming white people. So they had to, along with uniting, they had to create a whole nother philosophy, create a philosophy around whiteness and being white people and things like that, new people. So that's where all of the so-called uh, theories start, come from all the scientific talk and everything and cast themselves as as casting themselves up there as highly educated people and putting themselves up as authorities on education and everything else. And, of course, they enforced it, and they did a full court press on that, start setting up these universities like Yale and Harvard to give themselves the image of supremacy, to give themselves the image of superiority, white superiority. That's why they did that. They wanted to give themselves that Ivy or Ivory League image. That's why they set these places up. Not so much to educate. Yeah, to educate. I would normally say it to educate basically, a.k.a. program white people to think a certain way about themselves, to look at themselves as superior, because white people didn't see themselves that way at one time. It was like, we just in the world or whatever. Basically, they was operating how you niggas operate, how black people operate. They're, I'm just in the world, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They didn't, that's how they basically operated. But they knew they couldn't have that wherever the day take you and I'm just whatever and I'm just myself. and what. No, they knew they couldn't be like that to survive in this land. They couldn't be like that. So they had to create a aura around whiteness. They had to create an aura of intelligence, false intelligence, pseudo-intelligence, but they had to create that aura around whiteness, superiority, you know, education, schooling, things like that, uh, um, how do you say, cult, culture and breeding and pedigree. They had to create all of these types of uh, 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 false ideologies around whiteness so that everybody, so, so it made Caucasian people aspire to be white, 
You see what I'm saying? It made Caucasian people aspire to be white because prior to that time, they knew they wouldn't shit. Caucasian people knew they were they were nothing. They wasn't walking around copping this superior attitude. They was just trying to eat and survive, man. That's all. They was trying to eat and live and survive and whatnot. Of course, they you know they 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 had their names. They called everybody, but the white people being racist and and all that. that nobody cared about that. They wasn't nobody. They made themselves look like somebody today because of the full court press they did in creating a system that benefited them, that put them up in the forefront as white people. You see? So you had all these people aspiring to be white. You had all these Caucasians aspiring to come to America and become white because they know over in their country they ain't had nothing going on. They were dirty, nasty in their country. They weren't doing nothing. They ain't had nothing going on in their countries. They try to make it seem like they they try to lie and add some stuff. Oh yeah, see in Europe they was doing this and doing that. If you was doing so much, what you came here for? They came here to renew themselves, make themselves new. Because see, in this land there was so much power and energy going on that our people put into this land. So much life going on here from our people living here, from growing crops to living here to doing working. Like I saw people were putting in work in civilizations, societies here in this in America before there was any Caucasian people here or any Asian people here. It was our people here who was the face of America, the face of the real Americans. Our people were here. So the the only way to usurp our people was they had to Voltron and become something else and unification to something greater. They had to Voltron. They had to Voltron and become something greater. You see? And this is what they became. And they stood on it. See, I I respect white people to that level, to that extent, because they stood on it. They didn't say, oh, I'm going to be white today, but whatever, I'm tired of this white thing. No, whiteness benefited them because they stood their ground on whiteness. They stood their ground, even though it was made up, it was contrived, it was just some survival uh, mechanism that they had to use in their mind, and they had to um, program the rest of the people to make everybody else worship their image and think they were so great. But like I said, it worked for them. They had to up the ante. They had to take it up a notch. They couldn't just keep being Caucasians. They couldn't just be, oh, we French over here, we Irish over here, we German over here, we Scottish over here. No, that was not going to work because they was not trying to bring that tribal mentality over from Europe into America. They knew if they brought that tribal mentality from Europe into America, they would not have, they would not have, it would not have been an American government. They wouldn't have been in charge of nothing. So they had to make the face of America white. They had to make the face of America white in order to stay in control of America. They had to make the face of America white. And that's all they've done, you see. And they had to make us black, hide, to cover, to conceal, to black out, to redact our history here, our rich history here, you see. But the problem with that is we didn't do or take the next step that they did. We didn't take the next step. That's what we fell short. See, we didn't take the next step. Yes, we were the first Americans here, but we didn't step up and openly declare ourselves as Americans. The first Americans. We didn't openly stand up and declare ourselves that, like how they did. 
Yes, we were the Americans. Yes, America came from us, but we didn't step up as a unified uh, group. Those who were the descendants of the Olmecs, the Aztecs, the Inca, the Mayan, yes, they are the Mesoamericans. They are the first Americans. But if we would have stepped up and openly declared ourselves nationally as the only real Americans, as Americans, right, then we would have had the society and declared ourselves as that copper co- as the copper colored Americans or as the copper colored people, the Americans, or just the Americans. If we would have stepped up and made our face the face of America, the real face of America, then we wouldn't be in the situation we're in right now. We wouldn't be up under these Caucasians. We wouldn't be sitting up under so called white superiority or as they trying to push white supremacy, whatever. We wouldn't be sitting up here trying to kiss the ass of white supremacy because they took it a step further. They took it a step further and declared their, their identity, and they stood on it. It wasn't no more, oh, you know, we Irish. We, yeah, okay, yeah, we came from that, but we American now. We white now. You see, we white now. We American now. So all that other stuff don't matter no more. That was the past. You see, the problem with black people is y'all can't look into the future. All you keep looking in, into is a dark damn, into a dark present. That's all you keep looking into is a black present. You can't look into the future. You see, I already looked into the future, and I saw the future is bright. That's why I refer to our people that's coming forward in the name of Amen as the bright race, as the Amen race. This is an ongoing power that is being reconnected, reunited for extension. And a lot of so-called black people are not going to get it. Like I said, I have plenty of black people that come along with us and they'll listen for a minute. And like I said, they lose connection because they keep, they still staring into blackness. They still staring into darkness. Again, it's only going to be a chosen few people that are going to be able to stand into the future of this world. Ones who are not getting caught up in this blackness out here. Our people have to take it to the next step in order to receive our power. As the bright race, we have to take it to another step, a fourth dimensional step as the bright race. We're not entering the fourth dimension as black people. And see, this is the reason why people come into the republic and mental health come into the uh, community and whatnot, and they fall to the wayside. Why? Because they coming in here and they still trying to be black people. They still trying to act like black people. They still concerned about things like black people. Why well, I gotta pay being? Why well, I don't want pay being? Why well, I gotta pay? Why well, I gotta spend money being? They still thinking like black people. They still thinking like black people, and that slows up the evolution when you still got people in here thinking like black people. That's coming amongst us thinking like black people, and you hell, you see the so-called black race. You see why they keep talking about the same things over and over again. Reparations. When we gonna be treated fairly? When we gonna be? When are we gonna stop being denied this and that? Why? You know why they talk like that? Because they can't see a world beyond being black people. Because the white man created black people to be lowly, submental, submissive people who will constantly be looking to them for their daily bread, looking to them for their daily knowledge, looking for them for any form of light because they cast themselves as white people over you, people who are pure, clean, enlightened, whereas you are people who are dark and submental and low-level people, submissive people who are here to serve the greater, which they cast themselves as. I don't want to see that. This is over your heads. I started the Republic of Mental Act 
Mesoamerican community, all that, to bring about enlightenment in our people. And you know what we get, and, and we get our, some of our people that's coming, that's fine, but you know what we get to the people, instead of the people that's coming on these broadcasts and on these videos in the comment section when we put these videos up, instead of them saying, where do I join? Where do I sign? I want to be part of this evolution, this illumination. I want to be a part of it. What are they doing? They want to come bring their own bullshit philosophy, and they, they're they not teaching you nothing. They're not directing you nowhere. They just want to bring their opinions and their ideas that they heard from the white man. That's what they want to bring you. I get tired of seeing that in my comment section. Just a bunch of niggas that's just coming in here wanting to bring their blackness, their individual thought. We're not interested in your individual thought. I'm not interested. I'm telling you, Nubin Minkaris, but those of you who read in the comment section and YouTube – Yo, save your individual thoughts and your ideas if it's not in alignment with what we're saying, or if you're not trying to come into our community and be part of this evolution and this illumination, then get, then unsubscribe from me, man. I don't want you subscribing to me. We're right back.
You see, again, this is something that so-called black people will not understand. They will not understand this. Right? This is something that so-called black people don't understand. You see? And and not paying attention and not understanding a lesson you're getting here, a life lesson you're getting here, a real live life lesson. This lesson is what people can do, the power of people when they come together, the power of people when they come together. You see, the power of people when they come together. Don't tell me our people don't have power or they don't have potential power when we decide to cooperate and work in alignment and do what we're supposed to do as a people. We have all the power in the world at our at our at our at our, um, at our um, fingertips. You see, if the white man was able, the Caucasian, excuse me, if the cave dwelling Caucasians, think about this now, if the cave dwelling Caucasians who are the youngest people on the planet, if they were able to Voltron together, come together, and ascend to the top of the ladder in this world, right, bypass our people who are still in shadows and groups and not together, and they are able to ascend to the highest level of power, even to having the first people here, our people, who built the first civilizations, now worshiping their image, worshiping their image, being proud of getting a piece of paper from Umar Johnson, six degrees from the white man, being proud to be educated by a cave dweller. If these people can conjure up that kind of energy and power by coming together using what I call white magic, what I call white magic, if they can conjure up that energy just in their unification because that's where their power comes from, their power comes from their unification, their unity. See, when our people come together and we disregard everything that we once were or thought we were and we decide we're going to stand together as one thing, one thing and one thing only, that's the end of everything. Because who can be more greater than us? Who can be more supreme than us? If we were the first ones to build everything here, set everything in motion, do you imagine why the beast, like I said, do you see now why he sits up and worries about our people coming together? Like I said, Gaya Gahuva, I got to take it back to Gaya Gahuva. Gaya Gahuva said, yay, you know, we got to stop the rise of a black messiah that will raise up and electrify the masses. Again, he wasn't talking about guns. He wasn't talking about a, 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 a strike against no, just the threat of our people coming together as one mind, one body, one soul is power enough because you really don't know what that synergy will deliver to our people and our children who will be the next future leaders of the world. You don't know what kind of synergy, what kind of power, what kind of intelligence comes to our people to protect our people, to weaponize our people, to bring our people together into the future, into the fourth dimension. That's the fire and the power and the real energy that we need. That's the real power right there, our unification as one thing. I'm the only one standing up for that. Ain't nobody else standing up for that. Nobody else is standing up for that. Forget all these so-called fake leaders out here that's telling you we Muslims, we Christians, we 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 foundational black Americans, we pan-Africans and all this other nonsense, man. No, that's not real, man. I told you you got a lot of black misleaders out here. 
You had a lot of black misleaders. Like I said, the fact that these niggas are still calling themselves black to should tell you everything about their state of mind, who still who what program they still under. That should tell you everything. Don't trust nobody who's still calling our people black today or Moorish or Muslim or Christian or Israelite. Trust no one who's still using those terminologies from the last millennium. They got the mark of the beast on them, man. And the truth is not in them. The truth and reality is not in them. And reality are not in them. Please notice. They're not our people. We are not their people. All right? They are not the ones who are meant to evolve with us, man. We got a lot of dead weight. And sometimes the dead weight makes its way over to us. And we got to deal with that. We don't have people to come up here, get names, and we try, we take them at we take them at face value. And they come in here and they act like niggas, man. They act just like black, disorderly, un, 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 uncooperative niggas, man. Because a lot, of, a lot, see, a lot of you so-called black people are not meant to be bright. Same way a lot of you Caucasians, same way with the humans. A lot of the Caucasians were not meant to be white. A lot of the Caucasians were not meant to be white. You see? And what did the white man do with the early Caucasians who were not going to evolve into whiteness? He got rid of them, man. He cut them off from society, cut them off from whiteness. He cut them off from all that. He put them as outcasts, and rightfully so, because when you have a race of people who are trying to evolve, trying to survive, trying to live forward for tomorrow, like I said, we, man, it's going to be casualties, man. It's going to be casualties. There were plenty of Caucasian casualties who didn't make it to whiteness. You see, just like it's going to be plenty of black casualties who are not going to make it to brightness. Simple as that. It's going to be plenty of black casualties. See, that's spoken of in the Revelation. All the black casualties, because again, if it's only talking about 144,000, then obviously you got millions and millions and millions and millions of black casualties. Same thing when the white when the white man takes takes the human race into the gray race. Like I said, all the white, black, uh, brown casualties who are not going to make it to the gray race, who are just going to be rebellious, who are going to buck up against it, who are going to still try to push tribalism, they're going to be destroyed, man. That's what the jab is really for. Jab is for the people that don't fit into the future plan of thing. That's what the jab is really for. You see, that's what Planned Parenthood is for, for the people who are going to be rebellious in the future, man, the people who are not going to fit into the bigger picture. The bigger picture for the humans is the gray race. That's the next step for them. Just like the next step for the Caucasian was the white race. That was their step into power, you see, and they maintain that power well as white people. See, they had enough sense, enough rationale, enough logic, and enough survival skills to know we can't make it out here by ourselves. You so-called black people still ain't figured that out yet. That's why y'all going to be destroyed. That's just why you're going to be destroyed. All this, you know, all our black brothers and sisters, and all you guys that talk all that shit, like I said, you're really not about that. Let me take a call. 336, you're on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on the ring. I didn't mean to push the button. Okay. All right. Like I said, this mental, this Republican intellect, this Mesoamerican community, this is for the evolution of our people. This is for the evolution of our people. This is for the evolution of us. The bright race, the almond race, not the black race. The bright race, the almond race. You see, 
This is for us, the evolution of us. This is our next stage into power, past whiteness and into a state of brightness. This is our next stage of power, past whiteness and into a stage of brightness. Did y'all hear me? Because I've given you nothing. I give you knowledge that is beyond whiteness, beyond blackness. A lot of these so-called black people, they want to drag it down into a state of nothingness because that's where they are. They want, they'll even go as far as to come in here knowing they're black, and they'll still, they'll still try to drag down this energy, drag down our energy. You see, they're going to still try to drag down our energy. We got to cut that off, cut that out, cut it away. See, people, when they come into this community, they're supposed to consider it a privilege to be part of this, man. People that's here that come into this community, they're supposed to see it as a privilege, man. They're supposed to be seen as a privilege to be here. Because, like I said, you could be amongst the black race and be dying just like them because these Negroes are dying, man. If you can't see it by now, I don't know what to tell you. They dying. Same way the Caucasians in Europe was dying before they came over here, the ones who didn't make it to get into America to become white. You see, the Caucasians over there, like I said, in Europe and all them places, like I said, where they still had their little tribal beefs going on, the ones who didn't make it to the New World, who didn't make it to become white, they died off in the past, man. They passed in prologue, man. They people came over here and escaped their homelands for a better life. And what did they do when they came here? They came here and enslaved our people. They came over here and created a system of chaos and confusion, organized chaos and confusion. They came over here and and raised up their raised up their image as white people here to survive, to control, and to clean up their image, to disinfect their filthy image that they had in Europe. You see, if you think about it, it was pretty ingenious. It was pretty ingenious, the whole invention of white people, the idea of white people, because that's nothing but an idea. White people is nothing but an idea of Caucasians, just like black people is an idea of Caucasians. You see, that's nothing but an idea. And you niggas, y'all follow their ideas. You believe in their ideas, their philosophies, their thoughts, which at best are limited which at best are half-baked. This is what you follow. This is what people like you, Umar, John, be talking I got six degrees for massa. I got my six degrees, and I'm, 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 I'm educated, y'all. I'm educated. And nothing. You are educated in the program of supremacy, of white supremacy, because you actually believe that you are somehow supreme because – they sprinkle a little whiteness on you through those pieces of paper and let you think that you are now validated from a people who were nothing yesterday. That's, in a nutshell, your white race. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What is the real reason why the term white people was created by Caucasians? To unify them in this country, in America, in this new land that they came to. See, they couldn't come in here as French, German, even though they did come in as French, German, Irish. But when they got here, in English, French, German, Irish, all these different European identities, when they got into this new land, which was really our land, when they got here, they had to produce and create a unified front of all these Caucasian people who came from Europe. That's when they became white. And it worked to clean up their image, 
anglicized and make them uh, holier than thou to hide their degeneracy. But it still got out anyway. What does white people really mean? It means clean people, fair-dealing people, right? People of enlightenment, people of of purity, pristine purity. That's what it means. That's what they mean. That's what it means to them. It was a way to clean themselves up, clean up their image. Is white people only meant to be a Caucasian title? Not now, because you got people here who got white status. They're not Caucasian. Well, they, you know, they, 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 the Asians got white status because they're your original Asians, and then you got your Caucasians. These are all Asiatic people. So now even your Asians got white status, and a lot of your Latinos got white status. You see. Because in the mind of the so-called white man, if you're not black, you you white. You get to be white. Cause you, you know, usually the people who are not black, they got the straight hair and they got the animal fur like them, like the East Indians. They white. They're white. Dark as they are, they still considered white, whether you know it or not. Right? Why is the term black? Why was the term black people created to keep you out of their system, out of their governments, and things like that? Or if they let you in to let you know that you are to be looked after. See, if you get the title of black on you, you're forever to be looked at and watched and, you know, ridiculed and kept a, you need to keep an eye on you. You know, you can never really enter the system. He's a boule nigga, you could be at the bottom. For the crumbs, as a boule black nigga, pan-African, you could be at the bottom for the crumbs there and promote that your people African here instead of the real Native Americans. You could lie to your people. That's all they use you for. You black, pan-Africanist, boule, Negroes, right? Why will white and black become gray in the future? Because white can no longer sustain itself. And now that white can't sustain itself, black won't be able to sustain itself neither because black is um, derives its sustenance off of white. In other words, you, you use the white man's philosophies, his education system, everything you take from the so-called white man now, you so-called black people, you're looking for him for reparations and help and whatnot, instead of coming together as one community and doing four of them by each other. But y'all not ready to do that. You can't do that as black people. And because y'all can't evolve into seeing this and seeing this message coming together under one order, y'all going to be lost in the sauce, and you're going to be consumed and consolidated into the gray race by overseeing of the white man. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank. And in Amen we continue for forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Kare. This has been Mental Life Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
Thank you.